Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so glad that you're literally joining me in my kitchen today and here with Chef Jamie Larita in his kitchen and also with our very dear friend and one of our favorite guests, Chef Carla Hall in her kitchen. I think today, let's really focus on comfort food, and as you like to call it, Chef Jamie, comfort mood. And I couldn't think of anyone better to kickstart this program than with Chef Carla Hall, who is always just full of of positivity and great tips and uh, just really someone who savors the day. So, Carla, are you doing okay through all of this? There have been a lot of questions about how you are doing. I, I'm actually doing really well. I spend so much time traveling that um, to be in D.C., this is, this is me looking at the silver lining. And, I mean, I know that all the other stuff, we get, it, we get from the news, all the other stuff that's happening, but this is my silver lining. I get to be at home, I get to be with my husband, and I feel like I'm dating my house. <laughs> <laughs> I am spending time in rooms I never get to spend. And we don't have a big house, but... It's just just to be here and, and know that I'm not going to run out. And it's been so great. And in terms of food, I've been dating my air fryer. Uh-huh. So I'm, oh. I'm really dating two people, three people right now, my <laughs> husband, my house, and my air fryer. Wow. And what wow, are you you're making? In, you're, in a ro- you're in a romance. You're like, you're like romanticizing <laughs> all of this. I love that. Yes, I'm in a romance. You said comfort mood. That is my comfort mood, Jamie. Yeah, well, for me, I've got to tell you, I'm in the mood as well. I've been doing like, you know, again, reaching for that silver lining. I love that. I've been saying that myself. And it's funny how in sync we usually are. But like, you know, this is a time where you can actually really get to know your kitchen and know your those other rooms that you speak of, which we're, we're all well. I can't speak for you guys, but I seem to be hiding in them sometimes. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a great time to reflect on and practice um, different recipes and different ways of doing things. I love that you're going with the sourdough and the scrambled eggs. I'm right there with you. Yes, you yeah. Been, Jamie has become quite the sourdough aficionado recently. What? I'm addicted. Now, Jamie, did you make your own starter? Because you can't. Well, find I got. I got. I got to be honest with you. I was fortunate enough before all of this happened to get a starter from a chef friend of mine from 1999, and his name was Freddie Mercury. Mm. So, I was passed the torch several weeks before all of this exploded, and I kept the name Freddie Mercury because, really, Carla, who doesn't want to keep Freddie Mercury alive, right? So, <laughs> I, I was like. And I've, I've shared, I've, I've shared Freddie with other friends of mine and Freddie's become Elvis and Freddie's become lots of different things in the meantime. But to answer your question, 
I've been drying um, my starter as well and passing oh. that on to people as well. Okay, can I can I confess something? Of the confessionals are a lot. So this is probably uh, maybe nineteen ninety two. And somebody mm-hmm. had given me a friendship bread, right? You, you take a little bit, you keep some, and you make the bread, or you pass it on. And I didn't understand that. I didn't get it. And I cooked the entire thing. Oh, no. And I went back to the lady. <laughs> I said, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't understand. I, I cooked the whole thing. Can I have some more? She was like, absolutely not. And she was so calm, but uh, emphatic that could not be trusted in the friendship rate. And uh, every time I hear people talking about sharing a starter or a friendship brand, I think about that. So so you must have your own starter. I do not. I have never made sourdough, ever. Okay, so can I I share the love? Oh, my gosh. And I swear, what you're saying to me is you can trust me with the starter, and I just want you to know that I can be trusted. <laughs> Carla, listen to me. Okay, here, let's let's be. I gotta be straight up. Okay, you gotta you gotta allow the universe to deliver when the universe needs to deliver. And I feel it's my duty at this point <gasps> to remove the stigma and to remove the. It's almost almost like a. I feel like it could have been a curse that that was put upon you. I feel <laughs> obligated to send you the oh card and, and to make you right. Wow! So this is my duty. I, I, okay. I accept, and in this moment, I didn't realize how much that would mean to me. I mean, I feel this. I, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not really. Being, I'm not trying to be prophetic or anything like that. But it it just feels like this. Redo. Honey, it's all about a reboot. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. I accept. Oh, and you're starting See, your Carla, own friendship now, ring. Now I know. I know that a small piece of me will always be with you, which is so creepy and wonderful. I, I don't think it's creepy at all. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, I have to tell you, Freddie Mercury rocked then and he's rocking now i have to tell you this is the best sourdough and you are going to be so elated and i can't wait for you to be the person sharing it with other people this is exciting so this it is my is. gift to to you today i'm going to bestow Freddie Mercury upon you. okay and wonderful. so carla i love that you're beginning a new friendship ring again with the sourdough so who are you going to pass it on to Right, I can take it with me and just keep eating. Yeah, you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you it uh, in the dry form. So there's a there's a method um, that when you make your lavan, your first step, you can then take the excess and dry it out in a um, an air dryer or in your oven at a low temperature, and then you can pulverize it in your in your Cuisinart, and you can then have the powder in the powder form, which then you can reconstitute, and then it becomes alive again. Oh, my God. Okay. So the reason I'm saying that is because there are a couple of people that I uh, am always talking um, about bread with, and I'm going to be working with them 
is hopefully in July. And I would love to share it with them. And not that they, they probably already have some folks. Do you know um, Gasana Prado? Yeah. So yes. she does bread. So she actually does a bread class. But also Jason, he's a baker from Georgia or Kentucky. And so we'll, we're going to be together, but it would be so nice for us to come together and make sourdough. And those would be the people that I would want to share this because we, we made biscuits together the last time we were together and our project was cut short because of the pandemic. Mm. And so to come back with a gift of another kind of bread would be so special and something that is alive and growing. Yes. And you know what? I have to say, this is given to me by a chef friend of mine named uh, Sharon Sessler. Every time I bake the sourdough and every time I go through the process, it feels so good. And I feel like the chain of wonderful people that um, are getting this are the same types of people that love listening to Queen, right? We're the people that like to rock out. So it only seems appropriate that you have it and that you share it. And there's something about your hand in the in the uh, turning process when you're doing your turns that mm-hmm. honestly you and believe me when I say this you can feel it so oh. I can't wait for yeah. you to feel it oh and probably Thank a lot you. Yeah, and probably a lot like making the biscuits that was so much fun Carla and Jamie and when we were there in the kitchen with uh, Chadwick making biscuits that's the last it's time that we all saw each other. It was biscuit time. <laughs> and to see you, honestly, in the kitchen and have memories of your dad about making biscuits and realize you're like, you'd never made biscuits and the last time was with your dad. Yes. That made it so special. Oh, thank you. That was just, oh, it's always a joy to see you and be with you. And we have so many foodie friends who are um, asking questions. I'd love to share these with you. Um, Ava, Yes, Ava Parnas from New York uh, says, I would love to learn about an interesting allergy-friendly, gluten-free vegan dish that's easy to make but very tasty being stuck at home. Okay, so I think that, um, interestingly enough, I just discovered rice spaghetti because I, I, I don't look for gluten-free things, but I was doing a dish with um, Thai, a Thai coconut broth, and I wanted to do rice noodles. And, and somebody said, oh, you know, you can also get the gluten-free rice spaghetti and I was like wait what and sometimes those have fewer ingredients and they're not as processed and so I was like oh my gosh I I just bought a box of that and I am going to do a dish and this is something that you can do it doesn't matter what you have onions and peppers as your vegetables and then you throw in some kind of spice it could be um, curry paste if you want to go that route, if you want to just do um, thyme or rosemary or some Italian spices, you can go that route. And then you put in some veggie or chicken stock. I like veggie stock because I love to taste my vegetables. And then I add in, it can be coconut milk. It can be a little bit of cream. It can be whatever you want that to be. It could be almond milk, unsweetened. And then you're just making this really flavorful broth, and then you can poach 
chicken in it, you can post fish, you can post shrimp, um, and then right at the end, you're adding in those noodles for about five minutes, and you can break them up a little bit, and then you can finish with fresh vegetables like cilantro or um, it could be parsley or scallions, you know, and, and this is something that you can build. If you want to, you take that broth and you put it in the freezer and you just pull it out um, this portion size. Whenever you want to change something up, corn corn's be coming out soon. So I think that there are a lot of things to be made gluten-free mm-hmm. if you're not talking about desserts. I don't know. She didn't specify desserts. No. No, just anything, I guess, gluten-free vegan. Yes. And then Stacy Soleil from uh, Southern California says, Hi, Carla, can you share with us a quick recipe idea that would be fun to do with our kids during COVID-19? I know there are a lot of moms and dads in the home with kids looking for ways to engage them. Uh-huh. Hi, Stacy. Um. I think there could be some super fun things to do. One, you can do something like French toast. Mother's Day is coming up. So why don't you um, maybe even cut the bread out? I was talking about how I cut this bread in fingers and I was having eggs right before this. And it, it got me to thinking, I never toast my bread for French toast. Why not toast the bread for French toast? And you can make it into fingers, and then you can have the kids do the custard, so the eggs and the milk. And generally, it's two eggs to one cup of milk, and you can add cream if you want in there. And and then they can dip it, and then they can cook it on a griddle. Or you can do an assembly line with the family, so that you have your kids dipping. Mm-hmm. And let's say you want to put the cornflakes for crunchy. One goes into the cornflakes. Mom shakes that out, and then Dad is over there actually cooking, and then you run around, and there's another child who's catching them at the end. And I think by seeing that assembly line, I feel like the kids will understand that, one, it takes a village to make a meal, but also their part is, is needed in the, in the uh, will. Oh, those are great tips. Uh, Sean Timberlake writes in and says, what do you do to shake things up when you get bored of cooking? (laughs) I use a new process that I don't know, like the air fryer. Okay, so I've been using this air fryer. I told you all I'm dating the air fryer, right? (laughs) Yes. I, I have been putting everything in the air fryer. I even put on Instagram how... Uh, I had tried to make these cheese and crackers in the air fryer, and I was like, why does it sound like popcorn in there? And I opened it up, and the, <laughs> the crackers had blown everywhere, and they were upside down into one blob. And so this lady goes, well, why didn't you use the oven or the toaster oven? I said, because I know that works. So I love, <laughs> I absolutely love a challenge, and my challenge now is, how many things can I make in the air fryer? And I don't have a fancy air fryer. It, it really is just a, a simple air fryer that jumps up 30 degrees. So I tried making um, biscuit donuts. I made biscuits the other day. Um, I made um, some uh, packets with tomatoes and, and garlic and olive oil and put that in the air fryer. So, oh, my gosh, which means I can do a patio. Hey, hey. 
Carla, hey, hey Carla, you gotta make you gotta make me a promise, Carla. You better not what? put Freddie Mercury in there. Don't you dare put Freddie Mercury oh, in there. Oh, okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're doing a little cray cray. You're doing a little cray cray. <laughs> I better not find that out. <laughs> Freddie Mercury will not go. I'm writing that down. Freddie Mercury no. will. No, you go and you, you print out a picture of Freddie Mercury and you put it next to the air fryer and you make sure that those two things do not connect. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would have a Freddie Mercury picture and put a circle with a cross in front of it on the air fryer. Okay. okay. But I might the- send you the recipe with a picture of Freddie Mercury and I will superimpose <laughs> an air fryer with a circle around it saying no. You also have the option of renaming your starter. So is it going to remain Freddie Mercury or are you going to name it something else? No, I'm I think I'm going to allow it to come into the home, like to wait to name a baby, yeah. you know, in Muslim yeah. countries, exactly. you wait those number of days, and then the personality comes out. Yep. So, okay, I'm going to wait. Good plan. I don't know what Good you plan. Good yeah. plan. Yeah. Good plan. Right. Um, our Jamie, Jack- you said you had a great idea. What was it? Well, I saw something, and then I did. I saw, I saw, I forget where I saw it. You know, on the grams, you see everything. So, um, I did a cute thing last night on my Instagram with bananas. I made a bananas foster live on my Instagram. And then I took, um, sliced bananas, you know, about two inch slices. And then I had all kinds of different sprinkles and ground up chocolate and ground up nuts and toasted coconut and blah, blah, blah. And I rolled them in the spices or the, uh, or the, the topping and I made banana sushi for the kids. That was so Oh, cute. yes. It was really cute because I had a pair of chopsticks and you're able to, you know, make it fun for the kids. The kids get to choose whatever toppings they want to make. And you just press it down into the banana. Not only do they look really cool, but you can garnish them with like gummy bears and really make them look like sushi using two different color sprinkles or seeds or what have you. It's interactive and it's fun for the kids. And then you can get some dipping sauces, it be a chocolate white chocolate, dark chocolate, some jams, jellies, whatever, and have the kids dip the bananas in those things. Yes. Oh, I love that. And we'll have to do a quick shout out for Jamie. Follow him on Instagram, foodie friends, at Jamie Larita. He's been doing some fun cooking lives from his Instagram. Hey, Carl, I got a question for you. So let's talk a little bit about, about the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. about supporting restaurants. And I know you probably have so many friends that are in the restaurant field. And uh, yeah. we're always encouraging people to support their restaurants now that, you know, restaurants are in great need of, of support with takeout and stuff like that. Yes. What's, your, what's, your, mm-hmm. um, what's your take on all this? So because I'm in D.C., the way that I'm supporting some restaurants in New York that I used to go to is that I'm getting gift cards. Mm-hmm. And whether they'll be used or not, I'm just buying the gift cards for people. Um, the way that I'm supporting some of the restaurants here in my home in D.C., even though we have plenty of food at home and my intention is to always cook, we just go there. We yes. just go there, order food, or we may say to somebody, look, we're going to order food. Um, why don't you go by and pick it up? We, just, we bought dinner for you. Oh, that's nice. That is great. Oh, that's a great idea. Just paying it forward to someone to have that. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
That's that's really yeah, cool. yeah because a lot of them several great ideas. Yeah, a lot of them still have contactless um, pickup and delivery, and so it's going to be there. We we just really want to support you know the ones who you know who can stay open and and especially for people who don't cook. So uh, I just try to do my part. Oh, that is so wonderful. We got another question in. I'm loving all these questions from our mutual friend, Nancy, BHG. She says, Hi, Carla, what Mm -hmm. are you watching and reading? And what is your favorite home produced show? I love Jimmy Fallon. Oh, okay. So I am watching Ozark, a lot of things on Netflix. And um, I'm also watching, I just finished Ozark. Mm. Oh, Making It, because I didn't see last season. I love crafts, so Making It was the thing. Mm. I, I finished reading Such a Fun Age um, by Kylie Reed. And I actually uh, listened to a lot of books on Audible. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. The last thing that I listened to... Um, was American Dirt, and that was by Janine Cummins. And I know there was like some, there was some little hubbub around that book. And I, before I comment about the hubbub, I actually want to read the thing <laughs> to see why instead of jumping on the bandwagon. Right. Um, I actually, I actually enjoyed it. I, I understand um, from the perspective of who wrote the book, but it was a well-written book, and, and I and I did enjoy it. I. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of home-produced shows. I have no, that's not true. I did watch Trevor Noah and The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and um, Hassan from a Patriot. What was the Patriot Act? I so he's know. doing his show, and um, but funnily enough, I I don't watch a lot of those shows. Come on, Carl, you're not watching The Tiger King. Okay. That's next on my list. Um, The Tiger King. Somehow, (laughs) Matthew started it last night without me, but I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. I don't know why he was cheating on me with that show. (laughs) We talked about it. I'm just saying. I would love love to regroup with you around episode three, if it's possible. Maybe you can give me a call. Okay. I'm reading a great book right now. It's um, by a New York Times bestseller, uh, Tom Robbins. Have you read Jitterbug Perfume? No. No. It's epic. It's um, really, really, uh, it begins in the forest of like ancient Bohemia. Um, it's, it's a saga that you must read. It's, it's just really, really great. I think a mind like yours um, will really appreciate it. But check that out, Jitterbug Perfume. I'm already on it, for real. (laughs) And I am reading cookbooks, and I'd love to read an excerpt from the one I'm reading right now. Hootie Who, welcome to my very first cookbook. (laughs) And then I love what you say, Carla, this was your very first one, Cooking with Love, Comfort Food That Hugs You. And right now, everyone needs a hug, even though it's, it's a virtual hug. And I love what you say is... Um, 
Making food that hugs requires a little bit of practice, but it's actually easier than most people think and so much more fun. Whether you're starting to cook for the first time or you've been in the kitchen forever, I'm here to give you the techniques, the recipes, and the confidence you need to cook with love. So that's what I'm reading. <laughs> oh, that is, you oh, too. that is so sweet. Oh, well, I just love chatting with you. I just wish the three of us were in person together. I love that each of us is in a kitchen <laughs> and, and sharing mm -hmm. our hearts and, and words with those foodie friends who are out there and just need a little bit of encouragement. Um, so Carla, what would you um, share with our listeners about one, your tip to get through this, and two, uh, a tip for the home chef to really bring joy in cooking. Um, well, I want to give three tips. So I, I will give a tip to the home cook and a tip for how to get through this. I want to, as we were talking about books, and this is something that I was thinking about, and I forgot that I wanted to do this. Hmm. And I saw someone online who sent $100 to a used bookstore and said, just send me whatever you think. Um, just send me some books. And I think that that is a great and fun way even to get cookbooks uh, or just, just a genre that you don't normally collect. Because if I collect cookbooks, it's probably going to be books that I already have. However, I thought about getting that and just having fun with some old cookbooks that might be in a used bookstore because they need a little bit of love, too. Yes. Secondly, um, the way that I'm getting through this is to realize that everyone in the entire world is going through the same thing. And I know that it is incredibly hard, but I think when... We remember that it's not just us. We are having our own experience, but everybody is doing something similar right now. And it's, um, it's, it actually makes me feel better. And it's a time to discover new things and to, um, to just realize that you can do things like cook. I think a lot of people are cooking more than they would have ever thought, and they are enjoying it. And um, the biggest thing that I can say to those people is let the mistakes happen. Mm. Um, and two, the home cooks, I think as you continue to train your palate, allow yourself to taste something throughout, taste something, take a little bit of that thing, that soup, or whatever it is you're, you're, you're cooking out, add another ingredient before you add the other ingredient, take some out, add it, take some out, and then taste again before you add something else, take something out, so that you can see the progression of how you have developed the flavors of a particular dish. And I think a lot of times people are afraid, even when they're doing a recipe, they are afraid to add their own Zhuzhin it up and to see how the flavors develop, how it gets better, how you learn what, what that additional ingredient did to that dish, and that will improve your palate. Wow. Always great tips. 
Thank you so much, dear, dear foodie friend, Chef Carla Hall, and my co-host, Chef Jamie Larita, for, for sharing these great words of wisdom and, and comfort uh, mood and comfort food on Kitchen Chat today. Thank you all. Well, thank you so much. I always love talking to you both. Huge oh. hugs. From oh. my kitchen to yours. Oh, I love that. And thank and, you. <laughs> and Garland, before we, we get break off here, I just want to let you know that Freddie Mercury is on his way, so you get ready. <laughs> yes. I Thank you. That'll be great. <laughs> and thank you, dear foodie friends, for joining us on Kitchen Chat today. Please make sure that you visit Carla and her kitchen. I'll make sure I post her website links and Instagram links. Visit with Jamie and his kitchen and also on Instagram. And please visit me in my kitchen, kitchenchat.info. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.